Live from the Huntington Hilltop. Coming to you from the 12 by 12 palace. Hey, you thought of something. Yeah, finally. Uh, okay, got my beer. Heineken. I have a shot of whiskey, and I've been drinking one of these faggy, uh, they're called Trulies. I don't know if you've heard of them. Sounds they are familiar. 100 calorie, 2 carb, 1 gram of sugar, 5% alcohol drinks. Huh. They kind of oh, taste like... <laughs> they uh they taste pretty good actually they're like red mineral water kind of you don't really taste the alcohol i've had some network issues so hopefully they'll clear up as we record we'll find out sounds fun right now okay well it's cutting out for me it's uh one of the problems with having a wireless isp and we'll, we'll touch on that in a little bit all right have you heard of uh where is it it's in my notes, which I can't read. Telegrass? No. It's, uh, I'll send you the wiki article. It looks like it's a, like a drug selling platform built on Telegram. Huh, in Israel. Yeah. 33. See that? Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, needless to say, do not use this. Uh, So that's why it's relevant because in March 2019, the Israeli police arrested them. Oh. No, I actually didn't read this wiki article. Huh. I just thought it was an interesting topic because they don't have a website they're building their platform to kind of straddle somebody else's platform where they're, it must be, I don't know how telegram works. I stayed away from it because apparently it has sketchy encryption. So I just, yeah, stayed away. Um, and you must be able to advertise yourself using some tagging system like Twitter, which apparently there's hookers on Twitter that use, uh, Fucking, they call it the pound, the uh, hashtag. I sound like an old man, but they say hashtag bring your wallet. And I own bringyourwallet.com, which by the way, go there, bringyourwallet.com slash contact for feedback and suggestions. And they use the hashtag bring your wallet to like market their hooker services or something. Huh. Who would have known? So kind of a poor choice of domain names. But I like to think that uh, more people know about BringYourWallet.com than than the hookers on Twitter, but probably yeah. not. Lot Lizard's well, pretty popular. <laughs> Is that what you think, that they're uh, the quality of the talent that they're uh, selling on Twitter? I don't know. Right. It's pretty easy to it's fake funny. It's like. It, you know, it's like, you know, you're walking through, uh, like walking on the strip in, in Vegas and they hand out those little card things to you, the, the prostitutes. And I swear some of them are porn stars. They just take their image. So it's like, you got to wonder what you're actually getting. Some flapjacks and, a 
A toothless woman with a beard. Yeah, you only know what you're getting with an escort service. That's why I thought it was so funny. You heard about that thing with the New England Patriots owner? Mm. I think I don't know if we talked about it or not. It was like for a a nothing thing. I think he was basically asking for like a a hand job and a massage. (laughs) And uh, with his kind of money and his wife no longer in the picture, why wouldn't you just go through like a high class escort service? You know, it's like I get it if you want one right then and there just to finish off your massage, but it's like you could within 30 minutes with his kind of money call up some high profile escort service, get like some 10 out of 10 and be on it in like half an hour. I think I, it's I don't know cuz those uh massage places are kind of known for uh, human trafficking. Yeah, so why would you even put yourself in that? I don't know. Maybe he has a stake in uh, uh, Magic Band Corp or one of those uh, payday loan places that butt up against those uh, those massage places that are like all the curtains are drawn and there's probably some doorway that walks between the payday loan and the massage place and all the girls probably drink from one of those like mega size uh cokes from mcdonald's because they all live inside the massage parlor (laughs) and the water boy goes the one that watches them to make sure they don't escape goes to mcdonald's once a day and picks up the jumbo size everything and that's all they have It's a miserable experience. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's what they do. existence, I mean, yeah. So you know that they have human trafficking there. If you get your massage and they're all drinking from enormous sodas. Because mm-hmm. they live there. Well, that's huh. depressing. <laughs> so with uh, Google uh, Fiber, will you be able to use Google Stadia? That's a stupid name. Google Stadia? Is that how you say it? I don't know if it's Stadia, Stadia or Stadia. Stadia sounds better than Stadia. Uh, I you'll be able to re- use it. I think with any internet connection. That's it's the just, Google your performance streaming. will vary. Game streaming. Yeah, I'm probably better off with Google Fiber using that. Yeah, you have um, to be better than what I'm doing with with GeForce Now, which is game streaming also, particularly for the Mac. But my game was stuttering like crazy. I tried to play a game last night. Yeah, it yeah. sucked. It left a lot to be desired because I was getting some kind of micro packet loss. I wonder if that's... Don't you have constantly have micro packet loss? Yeah, I think so. For that connection? Cause I like guess. If you, I can't tell. Do you get any drop packets if you just run a ping test like overnight? Like, uh, Does it actually... Is it actually long enough to show that it doesn't get a response? I've never done a ping test overnight. I could. You should probably try that. I know my connection drops out frequently. I get emails every time um, certain devices on my network disconnect. I guess that is unusual because I don't get emails about any other devices on other networks. 
Yeah. Well, and what is the bandwidth you're getting with that? It's like 200 or something? 250 up and down. That's pretty good. So it's a synchronous. I'm enjoying uh, it. Yeah, it's really hard to get even above 100 mega, uh, hundred megabit upload with most ISPs. Yeah, I bet they regret it too because I asked them specifically <coughs> if it was unlimited bandwidth. And I've pulled over 8 terabytes so far. So it is unlimited. Or you'd be paying out the oh, IS. Yeah. Um, yeah, Google Fiber is unlimited too. Cox isn't. Cox is garbage. Yeah, that's recent. Because I used to do we, like 11 terabytes a year with them. We have clients that have constant problems with Cox. It's They're just very shitty. And they're monopolistic in the area. Like they have basically complete control over all of South, South Orange County. I'm in the one spot where I can escape it, which is Irvine. Because that's the only... It, that's the only city I think in California that, or maybe it's the only city in Southern California. I think it's uh, Irvine, San Jose, and San Francisco. I don't even know if they have it in LA yet. Um, I thought they gave up on fiber. Google Fiber? Yeah, I thought like whatever place had it had it, but they were done. That's possible. That's possible. Was- I'm wrong too because I have no idea. Okay, so Stanford University, which is basically San Jose, it's Palo Alto, Kansas City, Austin, Provo, Salt Lake City. It's interesting they have two locations in Utah. Charlotte, Atlanta, Nashville, they don't have Irvine on that list, it's interesting. This is on January 27, 2015, Google announced that Google Fiber would expand into additional markets. Southern California, Long Beach, Huntington. So they, it says they have it in Huntington Beach. I don't know anywhere uh, in Huntington Beach that has it. Well, I'll start looking because the Huntington uh, Hilltop, Hilltop Watchtower is here. So This is Irvine, California, pre- previously announced separately is in Orange County. Frontier apparently added some type of gigabit service. So I'll look into that. Otherwise I have to go with rectum. Rectum. Yeah. Their speeds aren't that great, but their reliability was pretty good. I never really had, I think I had a problem with me once or twice with them over a span of six years. That's hard to say that with a straight face. Yeah. I call them rectum because I was getting a sweet deal with Time Warner Cable before they took over. And then I got basically my speeds reduced and I had to pay more money. Did they ask last you Cox style? They didn't honor the grandfathered in plans anymore. They changed their policy. So I, uh, I'm i s- still paying for it because I'm getting compensated for it. The other, the other location that I no longer reside in but uh for 70 what i think it's 70 bucks a month google fiber i was pay, i think I'm pay, i was paying 65 for 100 meg down and 20 meg up with rectum whereas 
here it's 70 bucks for a gig up gig down so does google now know if you have a preference towards blondes or brunettes (laughs) (laughs) it's probably equal like 50 50 (laughs) how do you not think about it and get psyched out every time you're on pornhub it it doesn't matter it goes back like they have your search history probably from day one. When you're Imagine a room full of pizza face nerds just peering back through the computer screen at you. It's like, have you seen the Snowden movie? No. It's actually worth watching. It's it's not bad. The way that they depict, like what you're describing, what you just described, they there's like a guy that's sitting in a trailer. I forget, it's like kind of towards the end of the movie. And he's got all these screens up and he's working. He's like a contractor for the NSA and Snowden walks in and he's like, uh, what did he say? I guess he was asking if the people knew that they were being like watched and like he was reading their emails, like just going through all these things, had like live videos open of like people's webcams. Like some girl was like, uh, like changing in a room or something. And, uh, I, the thing is, is that I, there's no escaping it. Like it's, if it's not Google, it's the NSA or whoever else, there's always going to be someone spying on you. So, and I'm not running for office or anything like that. So I don't really, because that's the only way they're going to blackmail you is they'll have all that shit and then you're screwed. But President Camacho, (laughs) President, uh, Doctor President Nathan Penetration, (laughs) Ass Blaster Extraordinaire, shooting a machine gun up in the air, (laughs) fireworks and explosions. (laughs) Idiocracy was great. Yeah. So, uh, to me, Apple stuff. I don't know why they didn't wait until the, what is their conference called this next week? I don't know what it's called, but if they're announcing things, minor updates now, it's because they have something else coming. So it's, I think we've discussed this before, but the March one, is that hardware or is that, cause you, WWDC I think is the yeah. software one usually like that's the new it's, iOS update and stuff. They right? talk about hardware there too. When they release a new pro system generally like a Mac okay. pro, which we're still fucking waiting for. I was so happy in 2013 when they released the Mac pro. And then disappointed every year after that they never updated it. Should have just kept the old cheese grater design. Those were... All they needed to do was make them shorter in height and a little bit more narrow. Yeah. And that was a perfect design. It was functional. You could pick the thing up. They don't do that though. They just push the boundaries... And inconvenience you with every major revision. But in that, the end... I think that's... Do you think that's more... Because I go on the Mac rumors forums pretty frequently. And... You read a lot of... 
you read a lot of the comments by people and i think there's a, a, a i don't know if the majority but it seems like there's a large population of people that think that tim cook is the one that like every like for example the new ipads that came out like there's deliberate like uh, compromises that they make not even compromises they just it's like they they try to penny pin not penny pinch is the right word either but it's like they try to get the most out of their customers it seems like and i feel like there was the lack of innovation i don't know who you'd blame for that but it just seems like kind of like tim cook's just his whole agenda is just making apple bigger making more money and then kind of ignoring what apple kind of was became famous for which is innovating and, and changing their products. So that to me seems like the uh, common theme of thought that a lot of people have that post on, at least the people that post negatively on the Mac rumors forums. That's what they think. So yeah, whatever. I just, they've been saying that for 20 years. How many rehashes though are we going to get of like probably the 30 that I don't think that's something that Steve jobs would have done. Do you think he would have had a, what is it now? Five or six versions of the iPad mini where the design is completely unchanged. It's exactly the same. It has the same fucking thick borders on top and bottom. I don't know. And when was the, the iPad mini last, the last update for that? It's like four years ago, five years ago. Yeah, it was a long time ago. People thought it was basically gone. Buzz <laughs> more or less. Same with the iPod Touch. Yeah, I can't believe they're bringing that back either. What What is the market of those for? The kids, kids going to buy those? I think it's for kids. I think. Yeah, it's but for, how much are they? Uh, I don't know. A couple hundred bucks, three hundred bucks. It's like you might as well spend two hundred dollars more and get an iPhone. You can get an iPhone Seven for five hundred bucks. I don't know. I think it's <clears throat> because there's they need a device that doesn't have cellular so they can get something that's even cheaper and thinner. I guess. I don't know. <clears throat> um, I was kind of surprised to see that the new AirPods, they didn't have a different color option. Yeah, maybe someday. They they look exactly the same. And they do, the, except for the little light indicator. That's only on the case. Yeah. Yeah. Versus inside. Right. Which is kind of an odd spot to put a fucking light. <laughs> <laughs> so you're gonna buy them? Yeah, I want to get the. Uh, I want to get air power first. But I use I my AirPods. Breath. I might like not come out till the end of the year i know it's that is vaporware right there it's almost as bad as half-life 3 that thing is going to be drink. so outrageously priced oh yeah i gotta take my shot oh shit i gotta drink too i never actually follow that rule oh i i follow it every you well i don't drink alcohol it, every show it's been a lie for four years <laughs> <laughs> okay, no. drink, it could be when i was drinking lots of alcohol every show then yeah of course that's how i went through three drinks a show <laughs> I don't know if I ever drink that much per show. I there was a couple shows where I did get like wasted. 
but those were a long time ago. Um, so we're talking about Apple shit. Um, I got the MacBook Air. It's actually not going to be here till Monday. They're taking oh, nice. a sweet ass time. Also, the price changed. The price is less now nice. than when I bought it. So did I need to get the price adjusted. Did you get through Apple? Yeah, their business thing, whatever that's called. So that saved me 160 bucks or something. That's not bad. Every time I bought Apple stuff, the only thing I've ever bought from the Apple store in recent memory is uh, the Apple Pencil. Everything else I buy through Best Buy because they have like several hundred dollar off deals on stuff. Micro Center does too. What about um, new stuff? Well, uh, Micro Center was selling the HomePod for like two fifty, just like a hundred off. Yeah, that's pretty good. Like the Best Buy deals that I've seen for like MacBooks, it's usually the Pros that they have on sale. But like you can get like you can get a Pro like for up to three hundred bucks off. I don't know about the Air because the Airs are already not. What are they like thirteen hundred bucks for the i five eight gig? I think it's a two fifty six. I think so. They only go up to like twenty five hundred when you max it yeah. out. So if they had three hundred dollars off on that, it would only be a grand. That's that's pretty cheap for that machine because it's a nice machine. I actually liked working with the MacBook Air more than I liked working with the MacBook Pro, the new one at least. Really? Even with that yeah. keyboard? It's you kind of appreciate it more because it's a smaller machine. How thin it is. Whereas MacBook Pro, you use that keyboard, it, it feels. It feels like your your hands are on a piece of cardboard, and you're just like thin cardboard, and you're pushing. It's like the feeling of, like you're tapping on cardboard, and it's like flexing slightly. Yeah. Yeah. When your your hands are cold, or in my case, not cold, I feel like my fucking hands are numb. And I can't feel if I'm on or off the keys because it's so close to the aluminum. It's infuriating. If the keyboard didn't feel so pathetic and dainty and so delicate, I would slam my fist on it. (laughs) It's so fucking infuriating. And then I have the desktop keyboard. Same problem, but it's twice the travel. And I've got this nice black one. Apparently, black costs more. Yeah, I know. I saw that. Yeah, you can because you can buy the keyboard and mouse separately now from the uh, Mac Pro, iMac Pro. It's very expensive to subtract light from a surface. <laughs> so, <laughs> I want to bend the keyboard with my bare hands and just pop all the keys off of it because I'll be typing, and all of a sudden. My hand drifts off the keyboard onto the metal above the key above the arrows, and I can't feel it. It's not like my hands are numb, but it's subtle enough that we're talking about a millimeter and a half to two millimeters between the top of the key and the aluminum. Yeah, that's not good. Well, supposedly they're doing a complete redesign on the new Mac Pros for this year. I'm not a Chinese woman on an assembly line with little delicate fingers. 
I have semi meaty mitts and this keyboard is insufficient makes you wonder who designed that was that uh what's his name the british guy that talks very uh, no that guy looks like a meathead i've johnny i've yeah it was probably <laughs> tim cook or some uh pianist tim cook's not a designer though is he <laughs> no but i'm he's just a programmer a i don't even know if he's guy. a programmer i think he just does i don't know what he does business logistics consult finance knowledge yeah, let's consult the book of knowledge he's an industrial engineer oh okay well he does stuff with his hands a princess mm. there you go the keyboard is too subtle <clears throat> I need a big, loud, clickety-clack IBM keyboard. The old ones. That's the only thing I don't like about this Kinesis keyboard I've been using is that it's not mechanical. They do make a mechanical one now, though. Uh, Kinesis 2. I like that the keys don't rock. And the keys have that affirmative pop when you're typing on uh, the Apple keyboard. Okay. But I've never been just offended. It's like the keyboard is insulting me. Somehow I take this keyboard's uh, flatness personally. Channel, Nate, link to Amazon.com. But that's the... Uh... That is a long link. I love those Amazon links. So it's literally oh. the same keyboard. It's the same key layout, everything. It's just got silent mechanical switches, which is kind of cool. So you're spread eagle like an 80s uh, keyboardist? Yeah, it's more ergonomic. And I can put shit in the middle of my desk like where my keyboard would be, like my phone, my uh, mic now, my bong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my, my bong. Uh uh, your mic so, yeah that mic stand yeah like, i don't have the room for the travel on the boom arm anymore the keyboard sounds pretty those... quiet well yeah this isn't a mechanical one this is the regular one but had i known they had a mechanical one i would have gotten it even though it's outrageously priced 170 dollars it looks like yours is the same price or no, you sent me the mechanical red switch. Sorry. Yeah, that, they have a brown switch too. The red, the red ones are better. Um, yeah, mine's just the Kinesis Two. That one is ninety bucks. So it's almost twice the price, which is insane for just adding mechanical keys. The problem is once I buy that, I think it'll ruin me and I won't be able to use a MacBook Air or MacBook Pro again. So I'm just kind of um, reluctantly giving Channel, in. Channel, Nate, link to Amazon.com. Look at that piece. What the fuck? So the keyboard you just sent looks like... What? The, the keyboard 
is split in half, and then the two halves are vertically mounted like a joystick, and you type with your <laughs> with your hands flat, like you're tickling somebody's uh, waist. It's got mirrors, I think, on the sides too, which is weird. <laughs> So you can just glance down at the mirrors and see where your hands are placed. This is the strangest keyboard I've ever seen. I sent you that other keyboard, which looked pretty cool. It's like your hands. It's a big molded thing. It looks like something for a disabled person. And the keys are situated in a... Advantage too? I I know what you're talking about. But there was another one that had some bizarre name that's not on Amazon. You have to get it specially made in the UK. And the Channel keys are situated. Link to Amazon.com. They look like the keys are inside of a bowl. Yep. Like somebody laid a keyboard in, like specially inlaid keys into a, uh, like a bowl that you'd put popcorn in. And you have two of them for each hand. Let's see what the link is. Uh, the keyboard that you sent me is very similar. Okay. Yeah, this thing's $320. In the middle, though, they've got one of those balls. Huh. I think you you can get the ball. So you roll the ball, or you get the little IBM clip mouse, the little rubber nub that you wiggle. Okay. This one in silver looks kind of (laughs) cool. You must be reading something. No, I I was cutting through the, uh, or skimming through the uh, images. The silver one looks really cool. It's at the far right. I see it. Better color combination. Anyway. Um, how do we get talking about keyboards? The MacBook Air. Yeah, Those that's right. Yeah. Fucking keyboards. Oh. So, so have you ever actually considered just swapping out using the Mac keyboard for something else? Yeah, and what I was saying was it'll ruin me and I won't be able to type on a MacBook Air or MacBook Pro. So I've reluctantly... Why just alternate? Well, I'm using the desktop keyboard, which has twice the travel. So it's half as frustrating as the laptop. Uh, what I meant is like you can have another wireless keyboard set up with that machine. You know, it'd either be Bluetooth or have a dongle and you would just... Got tired of typing with the... I mean, this is a solution for desktop, obviously, not really for the MacBook Air, unless you had it docked somewhere. Yeah, I can see that solution but, for the desktop. I just don't want to take up the keyboard or take up the desktop space. I already have a, a Magic Trackpad on the key, on the desk and everything. Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting at the corner, so it'd be... I guess that's the prime spot for it, because I could wrap around on my left or something, and I'd be turning my head. Maybe. Especially if I can get one of the mini keyboards where it's just the, the keys for typing. Oh, yeah. the I almost bought one of those. Because that's what really what I need. Uh, there's a company. Well, there's a bunch of knockoffs. Are you thinking too. of the hacker keyboard? Yeah. What's the, the brand of that? I think it's just called hacker keyboard. Made Happy in China. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. The Apple ones cool. have arrow keys. Which are, oh man, they have an arrow just as on this. just as infuriating. The up and down is half height. The left yeah, and right, that's annoying. 
just imagine me shaking my head around and my jowls flopping everywhere. The left and right are full size. <laughs> so when you try to feel for it, don't. Because you can't fucking feel it. You have no fucking clue whether you're on left, right, or alt. Yeah. The old PowerBook keyboards, they had half height up, down, or left, right, and half height up, down. So you just kind of feel around in the dark, even though the keyboard's backlit. But when you're typing, it's all touch. That's why it's important that you can fucking feel your keys. Uh, so you feel down to the, for the bottom right, and you feel the T-shape. And then you use the arrow keys. Like when you're in the terminal or something, VI or Nano. It's handy. Or browsing the web. Or, because it's a mini keyboard and there's no page up, page down, you have to hold function, and then up arrow, down arrow. Or uh, left arrow, right arrow for home and end. Those are the shortcuts, in case you didn't know. Um, you can't if you have to look down every time. Yeah. I, you know, because I have a keyboard that, I don't know if I ever told you I got that cheap little Logitech, uh, I don't know what it's called. It's like blue. It's a blue, wire, blue Bluetooth keyboard, and it has the same exact keys. Which, the you, proper the, kind or the stupid? No, no, the shit, shitty. Half plus uh, full. Half, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't really use the arrow keys that much when I'm typing with it on the iPad. Because really the only time I use the keyboard on my iPad is when I've got a... Um, it doesn't count on the iPad. Because yeah. there's no interface in which you use the arrow keys really. No, but what I was going to say is I used, uh, I use it for remote sessions through, oh, um, yeah. uh, through Jump. Cause I can use that, that mouse that I got, that Citrix one. Yeah, that'll work. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, if I'm trying to, um, scroll through like a command prompt window or a PowerShell window or something like that, that's annoying. But if I'm like, I got a web page open or something like that, like it, you can easily like my fingers just skip over it sometimes. Um, yeah, it's shit. It's shit design. But they do it to save space, and they they do it to make everything look no aesthetically pleasing. Uh, yes, but, yes, yeah. But what is it? What's the saying? Light and space is design. Like that's those are the that's what makes design. Uh, I don't know, but it's for looks because it looks right. It looks min- they try to make it look minimalist, like everything streamlined. And everything squared away. It looks good. But the PowerBook, before the MacBook Pro, before they switched the name to MacBook instead of PowerBook, the PowerBook did it right. They had half height, up, down, left, right. A proper keyboard. Channel, Nate, link to Amazon.com. $321. Outrageous. Yeah, there's no arrow keys, and uh, well, since nothing's labeled, you have to decide whether or not you're going to have this keyboard that has no labels. You're going to have to decide whether or not you have a super key, control key, or an alt key because they only have you, two next to the space bar. You can get the printed one too, it's the same price. Yeah, but it's still missing that third key. Right, yeah. Yeah. 
which is important because you use alt if you're going to use your arrow keys. Oh, but there's no arrow keys on this keyboard. You use alt to jump one word at a time. You use uh, uh, control for uh, control shortcuts. And then the super key on the Mac in particular, that's the command key. That's where you actually issue your commands. And then all your Unix stuff would be the control key. But on Windows, there's uh, Windows shortcuts for stuff like that. What is it? Windows R to run stuff? Yeah. Yeah. So the super key is still used. Hmm. <clears throat> um, oh, yeah. I've been watching a new TV show. Project Which Blue one? Book. Project Blue Book? Yeah. Is that about the grays? It's uh, about the green lights. The Foo Fighters, the monster that in the woods or whatever that crawled out of the UFO that crashed. What's uh, the name based on? The name of the monster? Uh, no, uh, Project Blue Book. It's uh, that was the uh, United States Air Force's um, investigation into UFOs. Really? That wasn't to- the one where they're going to fake. UFOs? No, they were trying to. Um, the gov- the Air Force was trying to learn more about what was going on, but at the same time, they were trying to put together a PR campaign to make the public believe that it was all nothing. Is that how Alex Jones Alex Jones was born? <laughs> <laughs> I uh, found on the rabbit hole before the show on. I watched a couple of videos making fun of Alex Jones and it just went. YouTube is AIDS for your eyes and your brain. So project blue book is not, (laughs) that's not the one where they're faking aliens. They project blue book is where there are real alien things happening like X files type shit in the show that are based on real events. But what am I thinking of? ancient aliens no there's some like operation blue something Project blue beam blue something blue beam is that it where they uh stage an alien invasion uh, i don't know it's like a mass distraction thing like the shit hit the fan we have to stop the world in its tracks fake an alien invasion <laughs> It's like pooping in your pants for self-defense. Uh, I I don't know. I'd have to look that up. I could have sworn it was blue something. Maybe it's no, blue, I... blue waffle. <laughs> if you Google Project Blue Book, it says was a series of systematic studies of unidentified flying objects conducted by the United States Air Force. It started in 1952. The third study of its kind, the first two were projects sign and grudge. Termination order was given for the study in December 1969. Anyway. Um, Is the show good? The show's good. It's based on the real guy that was carrying out the investigations for the U.S. Air Force. Uh, yeah. And it's eventful. Like, stuff happens in it. It's cool. Like, they depicted the... The way they depicted the um, woods the backwoods UFO crash alien 
was kind of creepy. I think they tried to base it off the drawing, like the original drawing that the witnesses made of it. They saw it. Is that a spoiler? No, not really. There's no spoilers in it. It's all it's all stuff that actually happened. It's even just that, the, even the grays. I don't know if they see gray aliens in it. They might. You never know. It could be the tall blondes. It could be the tall blondes. There is a blonde in it. It's like stalking the main character, but that, there you go. If I tell you more, it's a spoiler. There's a little ding there. Yeah, no spoilers. Yeah, I'm like three episodes in. Where'd you find it? <clears throat> it's on History Channel, but I, it's not through YouTube TV because YouTube TV doesn't have History Channel. I bet they name. pulled it. I bet History Channel was there and they pulled it. Think so? Why not? YouTube TV has just an arbitrary list of channels and stuff for a limited amount of time and they just rotate out old stuff for new stuff and then upsell you to get the thing that you previously had. Right. Well, and their app is so horrendous. It's a crime against good design. I'm going to keep paying for it for now. Yeah, me too. Because... <laughs> Having access to live stuff is nice. Don't give a shit about that. Although it was cool on New Year's. It was behind, but it was adequate. I'm going to link you, see if I can give you an invite to a service that I cannot state on air because it is part of the agreement. That was a part of Fight Club? Yeah. You can't talk Um, about Fight Club? Yeah. All right. Yeah, send it to me later. Um... I have plenty of bandwidth. <laughs> Left you speechless. Okay. Well, well it's what do you mean plenty of bandwidth in relation to what? Whatever the service is, I'm sure I could use it. Oh, for stream. Okay, never mind. Sorry. So uh, speaking um, of bandwidth, unless you want to talk about the the show more. It's not really worth talking about much more than that. It's just it's if you like the X Files, you'll like it. Yeah, I'm gonna try and get my hands on it. Okay. Um so I wanted to buy the server. Talked about it. It's gonna be like ten grand. Ridiculous. And then I have to manage hardware and get a lot of storage, that'd be good. But I'm considering just keeping my Amazon S3 and Glacier bill to about $83 a month. Okay. If I get really creative with which things get put in what storage tier. And then encrypting the shit out of everything. Um, that would be about $10,000 over 10 years. It's not bad. Yeah. It's going to be a pain in the ass to manage it, but less of a pain in the ass and less risky in terms of storage reliability than running the server myself and having to deal with that shit. Cause I have less time and I can just buy the solution for $83 a month. 
Well, and it could potentially cost you more money in the long run too if you have to replace drives and things like that. Yeah, not to mention time, right. which I don't have. And then the risk, yeah, yeah. All of the above. So I'll try to use some of the newer uh, S3 slash uh, Glacier tiers because I can do infrequent access. Uh, infrequent access Amazon S3, which would be a lower pricing tier. And then with Glacier, it's even less frequently accessed and even slower, but it's way cheaper. And there's different tiers of that. So I'm not talking about the like cold storage mode. There's one that's like super infrequently accessed and I can request the file within minutes. That's kind of what I want. That's Glacier though, right? That one? Yeah. Yeah. But that's the higher level of Glacier. The, or not higher level, the uh, the more frequently accessed version of it. I don't remember what okay. it's called. I think it's probably a tier of S3, but there's the archival, like totally inaccessible Glacier, which is the cheapest one. That's like one penny. Basically, you can get a terabyte for uh, $10 a month or less. And that one... You have to put in a request, pay a bunch of money, and then your data will be available within a couple of hours, and they'll email you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that one's ridiculous. So I just have to calculate how much storage I could actually put on these services and keep it below $83 a month, which I I don't think it's going to work out the way I want. I might have to tier the storage, so I end up running local storage here that I would treat like S3. Well, that'd be cool if you could make that work. At least at the price. Yeah, the more that I think about it, I don't know if I can because I have a lot. Although I'm not factoring the the electric bill. Yeah. Yeah, that costs money to run those servers all the time. Yeah, and keep everything cool. Yep. Fans churning away. Even if the server worked for 10 years, which is unlikely. I just got lucky. Yeah, and then you have the upfront costs, which is the the big biggest price point, obviously. But buying the hardware, putting it together, then maintenance and electricity—that's definitely going to be more than ten grand over ten years. I do have one server that I run my myself though, on site. That is my my very own Hillary Clinton email server. <laughs> yeah, it's called the Helm. Are you getting State Department emails on that? Only uh, the classified stuff. Okay. <laughs> so the uh, the helm and then where, where are the balls? In the shaft. <laughs> They're right near the shaft. <laughs> They're just a couple inches from the helm. <laughs> Must be a pretty short shaft. <laughs> oh, it's an angry inch. <laughs> Bringyourwallet.com slash contact for feedback and suggestions. Bringyourwallet.com slash donate to support the show and share the show. See you next week. Sayonara.